Welcome to the Uncomfortable Truth Podcast, hosted by the rock star of consulting, Alan Weiss. Be prepared to have your beliefs challenged and your behaviors questioned. Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Truth. Today's episode is called Bonanza. For those of you who are of a certain age, or those of you who watch reruns, uh, there was a TV show on, a Western, for a long, long time when Westerns were so popular called Bonanza. It starred Michael Landon and Dan Blocker and Pernell Roberts and Lauren Green. And this is a family, a man and his sons, who ran a uh, ranch in the West and the adventures that they had. Bonanza ran, folks, from 1959 until 1973. That's the second longest series on TV ever, exceeded only by uh, Gunsmoke, which ran for uh, 22 years, I believe. It was highly popular. Now, the other day, by accident, I had a channel on, and it was running repeats of Bonanza, believe it or not. I mean, the last episode was, what, 17, 40 years ago. And it ran a disclaimer on the screen, and the disclaimer said that we want to warn you that the following program has some unfortunate racial stereotypes. And so it had this trigger warning, if you will, about what you were about to see. And this is a reflection of the time, somewhat unfortunately. I think that people who are adults are people who recognize that there were things done in the past that we would never do today. Nonetheless, many are valuable in terms of our historical learning, and they're part of our history nonetheless. I don't think that revisionist history, that changing history, improves the present, and it can ruin the future. And so, how necessary is this warning? I mean, perhaps for young kids or young people, but I don't know, would they heed the warning? Wouldn't it be better if they said to their parents, this doesn't seem appropriate, and their parents explained why it's not? So would people be surprised if they watched something that is 40 or 50 years old and found that it contained what we would consider today inappropriate references and stereotyping? They could stop watching if they choose to. Or they could reflect upon what's funny in this case or dramatic about the program and regret the fact that it still included these kinds of stereotypes and perhaps unfortunate references. Or is this just virtue signaling? Telling people that, oh, we've identified some things here that could cause a problem. And as far as I know about Bonanza, and I've looked it up, Uh, There was no continual racial stereotyping. I believe they had an Asian cook, uh, and I don't recall at all that uh, that, uh, he was uh, in any way treated differently. I could be wrong about this. Along with signs and flags on people's lawns or announcements before certain theatrical productions in regional theaters, I find all of this virtue signaling. It's a sign that people are telling you they care about this even though they might not do anything about it. I mean, if it were that urgent and that vital and that critical and that unpleasant, why show the repeats at all? You could certainly fill it with something else. I don't know. I love Lucy. If that's not too objectionable, because Ricky Ricardo, Desi Arnaz said, Lucy, you got a lot of splaining to do. I never thought that was a racial stereotype. I thought it was funny. 
So what's the point of all this? Of course, if you look at Friends, the, the great popular long-running TV show, and Seinfeld, another great popular long-running TV show, both comedies, these featured all white people in the major roles and very seldom a black person in even a minor role. So are they less valuable or do we say, well, that was probably unfortunate. They could have made that more representative of people living in New York, but they didn't. Should we edit the classical movies? You know, some movies from the 40s and 50s had a man who was in what was called the sissy role. And this is what it was called by the producers. The sissy role, obviously a gay person uh, in the movie, often played by a gay person, but never stipulated as gay. That couldn't be done. They were often black servants. And they were often black actors who were not treated as first-class actors in the production. I still remember the great musicals where the Nicholas Brothers two black brothers who were probably the greatest dance team I've ever seen, would come on to do a scene or two, but they would receive secondary or tertiary uh, billing. Women were usually secretaries. Doris Day was always a virgin, I believe. And uh, there was a, a problem with really identifying honestly uh, who people were. Rock Hudson, Montgomery Clift, and a lot of very, very famous actors in hetero roles, in, in love-making roles with women, were, of course, actually gay. But it was consistently covered up. I don't think that's defensible, but that's what people did 70 years ago, 60 years ago. So like trigger warnings in schools or safe zones in schools, uh, we're afraid people will be damaged, not educated by opposing views. We feel that looking at historical truths may be damaging, so we ought to hide the truths or explain them away. But that's not the way the world works, is it? We don't seem to respect people's judgment. We don't seem to respect their intelligence or their perspective, that they realize what they're watching or listening to would never be acceptable today, but it was once acceptable, and that's regrettable, and we ought to understand the context of that. Today, you know, if you look at TV, it's full of derivatives. They're just launching Frasier again, which is a horrible idea. You can't replicate the original Frasier. It's got a different cast, by and large. Uh, and it seems to me that um, uh, game shows and um, these, with these celebrity game shows, celebrity family feud, celebrity Wheel of Fortune are just brainless. I mean, they usually have the answers anyway, or they're given hints, or they're given easy challenges so the celebrities don't look too dumb. Uh, the reality shows, which are really, of course, scripted, even though they claim they're not and they can get by the writer's strike, uh, now have a 70-year-old, 72-year-old golden bachelor. That's because they're trying to appear, appeal to the boomers, because the boomers supposedly still watch broadcast TV. And so... You know, my, my response to all this is not to defend the racial and gender and other stereotyping that went on in the past. It's inexcusable today, but you have to understand why it happened then so we can learn from it and create a better future. And I will repeat for you, 
You do not create a better future by sanitizing the past and expecting it to make a difference in the present. All you do is you create an inaccurate future. You've been listening to The Uncomfortable Truth with Alan Weiss. For free access to Alan's newsletters, audio and video resources, and for information about his global events and coaching communities, please visit alanweiss.com. Thanks for listening. Keep the faith.